Hey all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals, I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Friday, June 28th, and this is episode 129 of this here shitty podcast. I'm your shitty host, Vegan Pete, and always by my side is the lovely... I was wondering if you're going to call me the shitty. Uh, hey guys, Avi Ale here, how you, you doing? You are the shitty. You're the Thank shittiest. you for being here, shitty... Thank you, Shitty. And uh, a big thank you to all of you who are joining us live here at twitch.tv slash sheheals tank. We had a resub from last week, Susan Sprinkle. Thank Aww, you hey, so much for that. And uh, thank you for turning Avi on to me undies. Saw you tweeting about that. <laughs> yeah. My cat just bit my hand. <laughs> so I was listening. That's why if you saw me jump, I'm like, ow. That's what you get when you're a jerk. <laughs> I know. And uh, don't forget, if you're an Amazon sub, you have to do it each month. So if you happen to notice that it fell off, I hope you uh, visit our channel again and hook us up again, or at least hook some other streamer up. Don't let it go to waste. Support a show. Support a creator. You really make someone's day when you do that. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Oh, thank you, Venjik. Speaking of that, Venjik, <laughs> thank you so much. Ten months in a row oh, and Mog Moxie with a first-time Twitch Prime sub. Crazy. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate that. And last week, we had talked about a pretty heavy subject that dealt with abuse. It was brought to my attention uh, from a listener that uh, it would have been nice to have a disclaimer before we talked about a subject matter like that as it brought up some painful memories for them that they weren't expecting from a podcast like ours. Like, they weren't expecting to deal with something just bam in your face. Unfortunately, I hadn't even thought about that, so it didn't cross my mind when I was putting together that outline. So I just want to do a quick apology for anyone that I might have affected like that. Uh, in the future, I will be sure to put a little uh, adult disclaimer discussion. Right. I guess I that was... Primarily my fault because I was the one who did that segment. And I really should have known that because I am one who is triggered by uh, topics like that. Obviously, I think I was kind of triggered in talking about it. Um, I, I guess I assumed too much that everyone was familiar with the situation going on. But obviously, not everyone was. So um, I do apologize. Sorry, guys. So I want to do a quick disclaimer. I'm going to talk about what we talked about a little bit. Do a little follow-up to what happened, I think. This hopefully will be the last time that we have to discuss it like this. And then hopefully... Any, if, if anytime missed, I respond, it will just be on Twitter. If uh, you missed last week's episode, you can't just give a disclaimer about this is going to be triggering. You don't. You have to. So the disclaimer is, it's about um, women who were sexually uh, um, abused, essentially online via communication and taken advantage of by emotional abuse. Yeah, emotional abuse. Um, and it gets it got pretty vicious, and it's getting pretty vicious on on Twitter. And so Pete, uh, situations have changed. Things have escalated a little bit, and so Pete wants to give his opinion, so that's what this is. So yeah, quick follow-up, and I'm going to try to keep it short, because I don't want this podcast to be just about that. I mean, I want to do a fun podcast that people can enjoy and kind of forget their problems, uh, but I think I need to address it, hopefully just this one more time, make our stance known, and at that point, we will just talk about it on Twitter, keep it keep the podcast out of it yes. unless we definitely, you know, unless something blows up. All right. So last week we talked about Old Bear and the Moogle Post, but we mainly kept it about Old Bear, who is the one that was accused of harassing what we're just going to call the Janes, a group of women who alleged him of harassment and emotional abuse. And we had 
previously largely left the Moogle post out of it. We didn't, we said, you know, this is Old Bear, this is not the Moogle post. Unfortunately, while uh, everything was going down this week, uh, the Moogle post has entrenched themselves on the side of Old Bear. They have retweeted Old Bear along with his crew of enablers harassing the victims on Twitter. Uh, the spin and what about him bullshit they've been trying to spread is disgusting. The Mooga post, even if it continues without Old Bear, will never be supported by us again. I feel gross for even having them on the show, and I'm sorry for turning people onto their content. The way they've been responding this week has only further entrenched me in my belief that they are not people we want to be associated with. In a Discord screen grab, Old Bear said, But it's a game. I can play because I have very little to lose. I hardly know these women, and they mean nothing to me. That was posted by the Janes. Old Bear defended himself later, posting a screen cap with the follow-up response after that statement, saying, I'm sorry I referred to it as a game, by the way. That was a mistake. I never think of it as a game, but referring to it as a game makes it seem sadistic. Like I do this for fun. I don't. Realizing, so that's his quote, realizing that it looks bad seeing yourself type it out as being a game isn't the issue. Okay, so you don't think of it as a game. But just by typing that out, you knew that didn't look good. You, the fact that you made that statement shows you knew whatever you, you were doing was wrong. Well, and also you calling it a game, you took back, but you also typed up, I hardly knew these women and they mean nothing to me. And that's yeah. what I want to get to. Yeah, like, but you didn't. Take that back. <laughs> Just because you made that statement of you don't think it's a game, you said, I hardly know these women, and they mean nothing to me. That part is never acceptable. Um, and that statement was, you know, posted by Old Bear. So I'm going to take that as truth that he said that. Yes. He reposted He's it with an additional response by him, but that original one stayed the same. Um, so that's enough proof for me that that is his official statement on it. And... Don't get me wrong. I 100% support the Janes and everything they're doing. I believe what they're saying. But even if that only that one line was true, that's enough for me not to ever want to have any association with Old Bear or now the Moogle Post for supporting Old Bear. That was enough for me. That was BS. So I support the Janes and their testimony over whatever the BS he's spreading right now. And so we're done with the Moogle Post, even if they revive themselves somehow i have taken some joy watching their follower count just drop like a <laughs> counter uh so that's awesome and it's not vindictive at i all. hope you guys uh and i do want to pete said he didn't really want to talk about this but i actually feel like i do uh want to bring up one last point is uh part of the victim shaming has been like demanding proof and telling these women that they could be lying there is no proof um i don't know if you guys are familiar with the recent case against bill cosby but um, pretty much all of the proof, air quotes, proof they had were these women's testimonies. So he was found guilty based on what these women said, all of these women coming forward and giving their stories and telling them what had happened and uh, eyewitness accounts like that's proof in a state of in, in court like that's all you really need. So that is proof. What they've done is as proof as real as it needs to be. So. I don't know. I can't. I don't want to talk about too much. I get all worked up. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it comes down to even at the best, he's a scumbag that I have nothing. I have no want to be associated with, and most likely he's an emotional abuser and taking advantage of people. He knows he did something wrong. 
He's only upset that he got caught. Yeah. He has shown no remorse, which no. is a big step in coming to terms he with any wrongdoing. He kind of reminds wrongdoings. me of Donald Trump. Yeah. And with the whataboutisms, look over there, look at the hypocrisy. Yeah. No, fuck you. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I'm sorry I said game. I didn't mean that word. Oh, I meant everything else, but not, not that one word. Yeah. So I almost wanted to turn this in. I wanted to revive the segment of Pete's Peeves and really go off on this, but I toned, toned myself down. I didn't want people to think I was almost making light of the situation because Pete's Peeves has been like that in the past. I actually was surprised how calmly you read this when I... I proofread this. I was like, oh, we're going to have angry Pete in the podcast. Yeah, I'm angry, but I didn't want to come across as yelling at clouds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, the, the tweet you sent out, uh, I was like, whoo, okay. He's, he went there. All I'm right. pissed. I think they're trash for what they're doing. So, yeah, so, so you guys know, if you, I'm not going to share the tweet. You know, if you want to read the tweet that I'm referring to, follow us on Twitter. Um, got a lot of responses on, on Twitter. That was Pete. That was not, that was not me. Yeah, and I know we do have some listeners that occasionally will chime in and send me something when we uh, talk out about something like this. Mm -hmm. Some of you feel the need to take Old Bear's side. Uh, my response to you is I'm not going to respond to your emails. Uh, my official response is get fucked. So, uh, All right. I do this as a hobby. I don't need you listening. So if you choose not to listen, more power to you. Find another show that's more in tune with your ideals. I'm not going to change my ideals to make the show cater to you. So let's get on to everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> Greenleaf Minute. I can't even do it. That was so like serious, serious, serious. Look, no, Avi Singh. <laughs> look at that transition. Flawless. <laughs> no, it was just like too, I, I wasn't ready to like be happy. <laughs> Woo. Just, All right. Was that good so, enough? Do I need to do it no, again? No, do it again. It's everyone's favorite segment. Greenleaf Minute. It's the Greenleaf Minute. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about rested experience. Bitch. You I just, wrote this. I know. You just talked a lot. All right. Um, Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck up what I wrote. I'm going to fuck it up so good, baby. Mm, you're gonna, not going to know what hit you. Uh, if you log out in a sanctuary, you will start building rested experience up to a level and a half. A uh, sanctuary is a main city or town or housing area, and you will know that you are in one when there's a little crescent moon that shows up just at the end of your XP bar. Now, when we say you're building up rested experience, you don't just get given experience points for up that level and a half, but what you gain is up to 50% faster while you're doing, cer doing certain activities. Um, the activities that you get that 50% bonus to experience are killing mobs, crafting items, or gathering items. Any experience from quests or bonuses from roulettes will not go toward that bonus. So for battle jobs, it's best to use that up in dungeons because killing mobs in the open world doesn't really give you as much experience points. It is also based on level. So when you say you can gain up to a level and a half, it's at the level of whatever job you're on. So if you're a level 50, that's a lot of experience points. If you were to switch to a level three crafter, that experience is going to be eaten up really quickly because a level and a half goes up super fast on that low level character. So if you do have higher level jobs, then it's best to level them first and use that rested experience on them instead of the lower level jobs. I think I've actually remembered you doing this before. Like you had some rested XP I don't think, oh. and then you're like, oh, I want to try out this crafter or gather really quick. And you're like, shit, <laughs> it all went away because I gathered 10 items and it went that quickly yeah so um it's not a big deal if you're just starting out and your jobs are around the same level but 
once to it starts to emerge which is your main make sure that you give them priority when you're using your rusted experience points you're gonna be a little bummed out holy shit chili just gifted a princess dress on our chat in twitch you are like nicer than us chili there's a lot of giving going on uh chili gifted uh the princess dress put a dropped a code into chat and uh eskimono the all eskimono the all phono gifted a sub to pyroxene because he couldn't get his uh, amazon prime to work oh so. that's so cool thank you guys oh i love our listeners you guys all are the about best. gifting it oh, up yeah. in this bitch share, share the love of ffxiv if that princess dress is still there by the end of it i'm gonna fucking okay eskimono phono got it <laughs> <laughs> i was like i will grab that shit you never know when chili's gonna drop something in chat like that nope that's why you gotta show up could be any week. I love my angel costume that he gave me. I feel like I, I put that glamour on when I'm like going to heal something that I know people like are not going to do great at. I'm like, bitches, I'm healing you as an angel. You know I'm fucking real right now. <laughs> and thank you for that sub. Um, I just missed who that one was. The name didn't show up on the uh, side. I think it was a follow, but Com- yes, I missed the oh, name too. common something. I, I'm sorry. I was-, I was rushed this week. I don't have all my shit up, so I can't see it. But you, The shit podcast doesn't have all its shit up? It's an appropriate name for our show. You know, Pete, you can be five minutes late to make sure that everything is ready. People will be okay. More concerned with being punctual. It's not that important. It's really not because most of our listeners aren't here live. I don't set a high bar. Just punctual. Being on time is the bar. Okay. All right. If we show up on time, can't complain. (gasps) Oh, Chili said he was tempted to give one to Pete just to see him in a princess outfit. (laughs) It's kind of amazing. But you know, if you ever switched back, it'd it'd be gone. All right, so let's get to some news, Avi. All right. Further details were posted for buying Fan Festival tickets. Woohoo! They will be going on sale July 10th at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You're going to need an access code to be eligible for one, and you will have to have had to have an active subscription to the game at some point between January 1st and June 22nd. And uh, that even includes uh, free trial accounts, which I was surprised. Oh, okay, that's cool. Access codes will start to be emailed in the evening of Tuesday, July 3rd. That's next week on a Tuesday. Yes, and we're also getting a new patch that day. Uh, They will be emailed to the email address registered to the eligible Square Enix account. Uh, So you can go into the Mog Station, check your preferences, see what email you signed up with. Because I know some people change their emails and it's like, oh shit, I signed up with that email I made Five years ago, and I, I don't use it anymore. I actually logged in today to make sure that mine had the correct email. And we do want to uh, point out that the emails that Pete is referring to are the North American emails. What? <laughs> You're so good at listening to me, babe. I was reading chat. The emails that are coming out are going to be the North American emails. Oh, yes. This is for North American Fan Fest. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Um, they say, to ensure these emails arrive without issue, please add no reply at xmail.squareenix.com to your address book, safe senders list. And uh, be sure to check your spam and junk mail folders. Uh, Users who have unsubscribed to getting the marketing-related emails from Square Enix would not get this uh, email. So go go make sure to visit the Lone Stone page. They have instructions on how to opt back in if you need it. God damn it, Dalton. Don't make that a thing. Dalton just typed in chat, a margarita sounds so good really puts blood in my dick. Hell yeah. Don't make it a thing. It's not a thing. No one likes that. But Pete. Blood and dick margaritas. <laughs> no. Uh, once ticket sales commence, you'll be able to enter your access code and begin the purchase process. Upon starting the purchase process, you will have 15 minutes to complete your order before the system will remove you from the queue. And I believe you can buy up to four tickets. 
Uh, please note that a virtual waiting room will be enabled before ticket sales begin. Upon the launch of ticket sales, you may be placed in the waiting room until the system allows you to purchase tickets. If you do not receive your fan festival email with your access code within a few days from the July 3rd email blast, uh, visit uh, the Fan Festival 2018 Las Vegas teaser site FAQ and follow the instructions listed in the Need More Help? Contact Us section. Uh, Pete, how quickly did the tickets sell out for the last Fan Fest? I remember them selling out fairly quickly. What does that mean? Within a day? Within two days? Within the same day. Within a couple hours, I believe. Okay, so... So you guys know you got uh, I've been meeting to meaning to co- contact some other content creators to see if we can kind of do what we do with uh, Comic-Con Comic-Con where if you get in buy our tickets we'll Venmo or PayPal you the money yes so I need to get on that. so that's the trick by the way if you guys um are not sure if you're going to get in through the lottery in order to like how we get our Comic-Con tickets every year get a group of people that you trust and make sure you have a list of, of everybody's login ID and everything or whatever you need to buy the tickets. And then that way you're all in the lottery together and you can get in Discord together on one channel. And then when someone gets in, they buy the tickets and then you keep track on that list and make sure everyone gets their tickets and then you pay each other back. And it's the most efficient way to make sure that everyone gets the ticket they want because each person can buy four tickets. So you just have to make sure that you are only doing this with people that you trust because you have to make sure they're not going to sell your ticket because you can get in trouble for that, at least with Comic-Con. Or if you're buying it for someone else that they actually pay you back. Exactly. So um, that is that is the method to get into Comic-Con. Um, and uh, and most likely, if, if FanFest gets too big, that's the method there too. All right. We mentioned when these email blasts uh, go out, we also will be getting a new patch. So that's going to be patch uh, 4.36. Five, five, six. Tuesday, 4.35. 4.35. You're kind of jumping ahead. There's, if you read what I added to the outline, you would see that I already mentioned that later. I don't think we had this on the outline. Uh, yes, I did. Do your shit then, Avi. I got to jump down like four <laughs> paragraphs. We're getting heaven on high. That's about it. Okay. So um, we got the announcement for the next live letter, which means the 45th edition of the live letter is scheduled to take place Monday, July 16th at 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, We are not going to be watching it that early or late, whatever you want to say. But if you want to, then you'll be able to watch the stream on YouTube, Nico Nico, or Twitch. During the live letter, they will be having their first preview for patch 4.4. Uh, for the second half of the show, they will be speaking to Monster Hunter World Executive Director and Art Director Kaname Fujioka and Director Yuya Tokuda about the collaboration that was announced back at E3. I it- was so hoping you fucked up those names like I usually do so I can make fun uh, of you. But uh, no, you uh, fucking nailed it. it. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm dancing. Uh, and I watched the last live letter because it was here in America and in English. And like the first 20 to 30 minutes of that live letter was about this Monster Hunter World collaboration. And now we're going to get the second half of this next one that's all about the Monster Hunter World. Like, I'll admit, I really want to play Monster Hunter. So I'm kind of like, okay with that. Like, I want to check it out. Yeah, but you have to actually check it out. I mean, you're not going to watch the fucking live letter. Like, oh, <laughs> you don't care. Mm-hmm. Well, well I mean, if I wasn't working, maybe damn I would. Damn it, Kat. Stop trying to close the laptop. <laughs> it's pointy for him to rub his face on. Oh. And we forgot to mention, as always, feel free to join our Discord and hop in the on-deck circle if you'd like to get any of your thoughts on air. And hopefully the cat won't close the laptop on you. That was funny last week. The, the cat is our drop button. We tell him to push the laptop down when he wants, when he's tired of hearing your shit. <laughs> he looks so sad right now since you took it away from him. 
so yeah, I'm not that not that enthused with this live letter since half of it's going to be about Monster Hunter World. And you haven't been enthused about a live lettering in quite some re- time. I was really excited about the North American one, and then they dropped the Monster Hunter World collaboration on us, which, while I think is cool, I don't need you to talk for 30 minutes about it one, and then another probably 30 minutes about it on the next one. So they drained all the blood out of your dick, huh? First of all... <laughs> I made it a thing. The collaboration like- never put any, di- any dick no, no, in my blood. But- but the idea my of the live letter got you excited, yeah. which excited is blood in your dick, I'm I assuming. I was watching that shit at work full stiffy, man. Oh, God. No, you were, no, you went too far. I'm too visual. You know I picture this stuff, and then I'm just, like, uncomfortable. So that's that's why the Twitch chat gets to me. Knocking over pencil holders. and Because uh, this... It was a scene. Good <laughs> type. Oh, my God. Okay. So... <laughs> ugh. All right. Uh, do you want me to talk about the new optional items, which we kind of mentioned a little bit earlier? Yes. Tell me what Chili dropped $18 on just to give away in our chat. Well, Because he's a boss. Break out your wallet because there are more optional items on the Mog Station. They recently added the fairy tale Prince and Princess's attire, and they will run you $18 per attire, one per character. Um, and... This isn't a high-ticket item, apparently, because it is locked, like I said, to a single character. Yeah, apparently $18 is not enough money to make it account-wide. That's fucking expensive. <laughs> For what? Like, to not. I feel like it should be. Um, there have been quite a few screenshots. Um, most of people complaining about how bad the clipping is, but I'm sorry, when you're going to get that big bell skirt, it's going to fucking clip. Um, and this game is, like, clip-tastic. So. so give me some opinions on this gear. I've got the prince's attire up right now on stream rate that fashion that is um the prince from sleeping beauty disney in my opinion and maybe snow white like that's your old school disney prince attire um it does seem to die really well i'm not a huge fan of the prince the beam well oh wait it's purple and it's prince i'm okay with the purple <laughs> rainness of this like it's standard color is actually purple which makes it like kind of lgbtq friendly in my opinion which i love that uh first i was like i don't really like know why it's purple but it's because it's prince it's the prince attire i'm not calling it the fairy tale prince well, purple is the royal color right? purple rain no bitch purple rain it's prince <laughs> um and then actually i'm gonna continue with my um sleeping beauty reference the the princess dress looks very much like the Sleeping Beauty dress, um, dyed pink, um, kind of mixed with maybe some Cinderella elements to it. It's got a skirt, a heeled slip-on shoes, gloves, and the whole dress, which is a very bell curve, like flowy princess cupcakey dress. Um, they're very well designed. They are both very, very well designed, I think, um, if that's your style. If you like, you know, you want to be a fairy tale prince or princess. And um, you talked about them dying a whale, so I'm bringing up a picture with a couple different colors with the prince's attire. I do think that um, the prince attire, I don't know that it brings anything special to the game. I feel like you could kind of create a look that has a similar feel to this. So it is, again, kind of one of those situations where it feels like the female characters did get the better design out of the two. That's what happens most of the time. Yeah. So, the, I mean, just, just in the uniqueness of it, um, I mean, maybe people disagree with me, but I feel like there's nothing spectacular about the male's outfit. It's well designed. But... I'm going to skip to the picture with a couple of females in it and females of different races. And I actually think it looks the best on a Lalafell. It really does. 
the Lollafell. Well, because Lollafells are like cute and fluffy and ruffles. A lot of times their gear, you can't really see the detail on yes. it. But I think this doesn't have enough intricate detail. No, it's this just... is a very big fluffy kind of. It's like cupcake frosting, I guess. It's like like you're a cake, which is what a true Disney princess should look like is a walking cake, really. And chat is agreeing that the Lollafells look great they, in this one. And you know what? I, I will take that. I think it's great. To, you know, and honestly, the prince outfit, I'll agree. The prince outfit looks the best on the Lollafell, too. I, I looking at the male characters, it um the the design elements in it are like large color blocks with like some slight silver details. So the silver details read really well on all the characters and especially the Lollafells. Um, so yeah, this is yay Lollas, go for both you guys. And I'm gonna remember to take the picture down this time <laughs> so it's not up during the whole podcast on Twitch. Oh yeah, so they can see our super sexy characters. With the chess piece that you, you crafted. Really can't believe me. last time I ended the show and I was like, oh shit, that picture's been up the whole time. I saw it. I should know. I like, how do I tell him? You say, hey, Pete, fuckhead, oh, take down the picture. That's true. Yeah, I love I love actually that everyone is, is acknowledging. So everyone in chat is really excited that we finally have gear that looks good on a Lollafell. So I do think that like how I bought the, um, the Nezra gear for my caster because I like to cast. And so... All the gear I have is very robe-like and very flowy, and I wanted something that had more of a melee feel. So for me, that was like not a race thing, but more of a class thing, which it gave me the ability to have more of a melee look for my caster class. This sure. gives it's more race specific, where it gives you something a little more flattering on the Lollafells. So I like that. You're the little cupcake potato class. Gotta dress up those potatoes, man. Yes, you do. I actually like. I think of male Lollas are potatoes, and female Lollas are cupcakes. Because they're round and squat too, but they like have a little bit of frosting on top. No? I feel like the males are getting the short end of the stick on that one, Avi. Yeah, it's exactly. We'll move on to the survey <laughs> that I don't know how you found this shit. I never heard of this. What are you oh. talking about on this? Okay, so um, Square Enix has announced a survey and they've asked us to help shape the future of Square Enix by taking a short survey. Square Enix wants to read your feedback. Actually, that, that was their words. They want to read your feedback. Where, where did you find this? Um, I found this on the face, uh, Final Fantasy XIV Facebook page. Like the official game Facebook page. What's Facebook? I know, right? It's one of the sites not blocked at work. So we are sh we'll share the link to the, the survey in the blog post as well as Twitch. And the survey takes about 15 to 20 minutes to complete. So to show our appreciation, Square Enix is offering 14 random participants who complete the survey a chance to receive up to $500 of Square Enix store credit. Uh, participation in this giveaway is not required in order to take the survey. Um, once you, There's also different rules. Like when you get to the end, it's like the, the first person gets $500, next people get $300. Like it's quite a few people and I took the survey early, earlier and it's it's not a difficult survey to take. There's a couple of answers where they do want you to write in choices. If you don't want to, you just click next. Like there's no penalty for not like spending time and answering each question. Like if you answer the survey, you're put into the running to win up to $500. And for anything that you have to write in, just pick like the worst part of the game for you. Yeah. And say, this didn't put any blood in my dick. Oh, yeah, you said a lot. that will get them, hopefully give us some content. Put a little blood in your pecker. I saw one person did comment, and I actually thought clam. it was great. Like, one thing you don't like about the clam. Square Enix games. I just, I'm just going to ignore you, Pete. 
Uh, and someone said they didn't like the the stop. Well, I think they their comment was like stop being a pussy and gender locking all of the gear. <laughs> so <laughs> give give your opinions. You know they they said they want to read them, so they're going to read them. I feel like this is the survey that my real work gave me, and when I started to take it, like we had fucking smiley faces with like different levels of smile oh, on there. There were no smiley faces. <laughs> no, no smiley faces. And then uh, I talked to someone in management. They're like, yeah, we didn't even read the part where you had to actually write your thoughts. They just went by the fucking smiley faces. Oh, that's not cool. Okay, that, that's a little messed up. Oh, see, Chili says he wants more male gender-locked gear. I just think it shouldn't be gender-locked at all. I think like we got enough locking between the different classes that you should be able to wear whatever the fuck you want. As long, if you can fit it, if it stretches, if your butt will fit in it, you should be able to wear it. Just like real life. I don't know why that triggered my memory, but I was browsing Twitter and somehow I got to this page. Uh, you remember how we had talked about wanting someone to wear the male bunny outfit to FanFest? Yes. Well, there's a male cosplayer. I forget his name. I'll Is he to, going to? I'll have to look it up. No, he did. Oh. And he's got a picture of him <gasps> on the bed, spread eagle with a coffee cup in front of his junk. Why didn't you share this And with then me? Uh, a link to Patreon to apparently find the not safe for work pictures. Oh my God. So there... There is someone doing it already. We're not, oh. we are not original with that How did idea. You, of course we're not. How did you not share that with me? I would laugh. I'd love that. That's amazing. You go, you go yeah, person I'll who Pete didn't share your information. I'll try with to me. find that for Make sure you everyone. tweet, you tweet that out later so that we can see that. Cause that's amazing. Even like on, I have a personal, well, personal air quotes, um, Twitter at Avi Ale and my wallpaper a banner at the top is the booties of all the males in the bunny outfits. Cause I just loved that shot. I thought it was so freaking great. Oh, that would be a good shot because there's like that iconic Las Vegas billboard shot of the girls in G-strings. And I want the male buttons with the bunny poof. I get it. Poof. I get it. <laughs> All I right. Like a good butt. So you're right. We did have something about the maintenance coming up. Patch 4.35 is coming uh, July 3rd. So maintenance is going to start on July 2nd at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to July 3rd at 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So a fairly quick maintenance for this one. Mm -hmm. Like we mentioned, they're pretty much all that I can remember them adding is Heaven on High, which is the new Deep Dungeon Palace of the Dead. Oh, yay. Avi, I feel like this is some content you're excited about. Yeah, well, I, I like doing that. I have fun doing that. It's a, it's a fun way to like... Uh, usually it's a good way to level other classes and my like my red mage I think is at 58 almost 59 so if I just kind of pushed it to 60 I'd be able to level my red mage in that and that would be really fun so and I'm going to talk about my rating experience in the last few months coming up later but like if I wasn't doing that right now I think I'd started I would have started to feel the itch for new content and mm -hmm. I think you're kind of feeling that a little bit even though you haven't had as much time to play I've you just want... been playing an alternate, an alt, essentially. Yes. So, like, decorating nice... a house for another FC. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have something new for people to do. Right. And which goes back to the is it good or bad that they're spacing out the content like this? Some people like waiting, some people don't like waiting. I think it's a good time to start introducing something new because unless you're raiding right now, there isn't too much to do that's new. So, that should be fun. Uh, Heaven on High levels one through 30 are going to be the story. So you should be able to finish the story fairly quickly. Hmm. And it's going to be levels 31 through 100. 
they're going to be like the equivalent of 150 to 200 of the old Palace of the Dead. That's where the hard content's going to be. Is it the same storyline continuing? I think it's a whole different storyline. Oh, oh no, because it's the tower. That's right. Never mind. Yeah, it's obviously a whole new, t- whole new. Story. Yeah. So we should find <laughs> out why it's uh, Asian theme inspired. They said they were going to go into that. The story will cover that. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I did like the Palace of the Dead when it was first introduced. I thought it was a good concept. I eventually ended up souring on Palace of the Dead because... You don't like any content you have to run over and over again. Well, I liked running it because I wanted to get to floor 200, which I never did. I'm I disappointed about. I still want to do that. I still, like, I still want to do that. <laughs> uh, but the thing that annoyed me is, like, if I turned it in for a weapon, I'd have to start over my Aether count or whatever, uh, Aether pool. And I would go in solo just to raise that so I can catch back up with people. And every group I joined was just trying to speed run every floor just to get EXP when I wanted to open up all the silver chests to get the Aether Pools. Hey, guys, let's do a group together. And also, I want you to remember that you need to beat Palace of the Dead floor 50 in order to access Heaven on High. No, I actually just used that some news people need to know, so don't don't cut me (laughs) off. (laughs) Again, I wasn't listening. Uh So make sure you beat Palace of the Dead floor 50 or you will not be able to access Heaven on High. Yes, that is correct. And like I was saying, like I eventually soured off because I got kicked a couple times just because I wanted to open all the silver chests. You got kicked a lot of times? Two times. Ah. I didn't say a lot. I think I said a couple. Well, see, usually when I wasn't listening to you, when I wanted to do that, I would type it. I would say, is it okay if I open the chest? I wouldn't just do it. And if I had a group that didn't want to do it, okay, I won't. And I'd do it, try it with the next group. I wouldn't just run off by myself and be a dick. You've got to also agree, agree to disagree. Well, no, you have to take into account the other people you're playing with as well. They don't want to play that way. You want to play that way. So then ask it's if they say no. Such a little bit amount of time to the run. That's not the point, Pete, because if you were in the other camp, you would be like pissed at those people. No, I wouldn't be. But I'm just Every saying, time I do a lower level dungeon, I said, we go in for speed, we go in for EXP. If one person says EXP, I hit every room. Then why don't you ask them if they wanted to go for all of the silver chests or not? Because I, I let them know by opening all the silver chests. <laughs> You're such a turd. <laughs> all right. So um, also the... But heaven on high is putting blood in my dick. I oh, want to do it. Obviously. That's how we should rate things. No, it's not. Blood and dick or no blood and dick. Are we excited? Blood and dick. No? No, no, it's not. No blood in your clam? No, it's not how I will rate anything. Oh, my God. Okay. The (laughs) Feast Regional Championships are starting soon. Uh, The preliminaries will start from with the launch of patch 4.35, which, as we just mentioned, is this Tuesday, July 3rd. So the strongest teams in Japan, North America, and Europe are going to compete to reign supreme in their region. Those are uh, Square Enix's words. The upcoming special site will have details on the schedule, rules, and more, so keep an eye out for further announcements. However, there is one thing that you need to bear in mind. Once the preliminaries begin, PvP teams may be formed and disbanded as normal, but new members cannot be added. So keep that in mind. So you can't, like, if you want to do it, you got to sign up now. <laughs> like, well, as soon as you can. You going to do it, Avi? Oh, yeah. I PvP all the time. And then I'm going to go get that, uh, do the Lords of Vermilion and, and get my uh, Vermilion and get my Penguin Minion. Actually, that's never going to happen. I really want a penguin minion. It's not fair. Um, Okay. If you've been, 
you know, maybe you found us. Maybe you heard that we're a good podcast for someone just starting out in the game. And you just bought the base game on Steam. Well, there is a Steam sale going on right now where you can get Stormblood for 50% off. And Stormblood includes Heaven's Ward as well. So if you downloaded the base game from Steam, you can take advantage of the Steam sale right now. The sale ends on July 5th. So make sure to take advantage That's of this. That's awesome. Like, so if you maybe you started later in the game and you were... Pu- I know that actually there are a few people who are putting off getting Stormblood because they're like, well, I haven't even finished all that content yet. So if you are one of those people who is putting it off, don't put it off anymore if you play through Steam because it's cheaper. Way cheaper. 50% cheaper. That's a lot cheaper. I and like cheaper. Just in case you are new and you uh, started buying the base game not from Steam, you cannot pick up the nope. Steam game. So they're separate. It's all Steam it's or no Steam. Kind of stupid, but it, that's how it works. It's it's amazing. And um, thank you guys so much for all the sweet comments in chat. Uh, Mog Moxie, who just joined us for the first time in Twitch, actually said that the live show is actually ten thousand percent better than the recording. So hopefully that'll encourage more of you guys to come and hang out with us. What is shit times ten thousand percent? Shit. 10,000 shit. That's a lot of shit. <laughs> like, shit is is an X factor, so there's no number assigned to it, so that doesn't actually work, Pete. So we have to find the average amount of the average shit. Sure, and multiply that by 10,000. Percent. Yes. Well, then that adds a lot of decimal places. I don't think I have the math It's a big skills. shit. Epic shit? Maybe enormous. I like epic. Ooh. Epic shit. Epic shit. <laughs> All right. So, besides the whole Moogle post debacle, there's been some other drama going on in the community. What the fuck, you guys? So much goddamn drama. Thankfully, not any more creepy drama. Oh, I don't like creepy drama. Uh, but there, a couple weeks ago, there was a post on Reddit with many links to images, which were teams from the Elysium FC selling content clears for actual real money, not gill. And that's what the post was, but I think it's worth mentioning. It's not just Elysium that does this. I've seen Mm. other FCs do this as well. For money. And some of the prices they talked about, or they linked to, were just fucking insane. $1,400 for uh, Ultima Weapon Ultimate Clears. Uh, 80 bucks for Biako. Uh... First okay, of all, like first 80, of all, eighty bucks I at least kind of get. First of all, congratulations like, for those of you who uh, are able to spend that kind of money. You've done something right. <laughs> right, fourteen hundred dollars. Like I, like is that one clear or is that like clearing until you get your weapon? I think it's one clear. Uh, good I, research, doing journalist. What was I going to do? Pay for a clear? No. Dig deeper. Ask the hard questions. <laughs> Even if you got every fucking weapon that they had, that's a fucking ton of money. No, I know, but that's what I'm curious. Is that one clear, or do you like at least make sure you get your weapon? Not that it's like better, but you know. What did you send these people to, Avi? People are complaining how long the survey is. Five hundred dollars, you guys. Just think, five hundred dollars. Yeah, actually, I know you always get a weapon in ultimate, but like, do you get the weapon that you want? Oh yeah, that is true. In ultimate, uh, a token drops, and you trade it in for a weapon, so oh. you'll get the weapon that you want. Okay, yes, yeah, see, I'm the dirty casual. Forgot to mention that part. You know this stuff. You do the thing. Thing is, for clears like Ultima Ultimate, they actually need to play the character because they can't. It's not tuned where you can carry a dead DPS or anything Mm-mm. like that. Mm-mm. So you actually have to give them your account information and let an experienced player play your character. 
That just so that's so cheating. I would not be that trusting. First of all, I'm well, not like, giving anyone my account information. It's almost cheaper to like fly the person to your house <laughs> and then have them just like stay there for the weekend and like feed them and hang out and then just have them use your computer and like log in and beat it. Yeah, you're like, hey, I'll pay for your trip to San you Diego. Come to San Diego, you can stay in our extra free. bedroom. Yeah. Just clear some content clear, clear for content. us. Free free lodging, and we'll we'll pay for half your airline ticket. Yeah. <laughs> What's the airline ticket here? Four hundred bucks. Depending on where you're coming from, could be like six hundred. You know, New York maybe. That's less than half the price of right, what they're charging. Right, and then you get to be in San Diego. So you know, there's you guys gotta you gotta be thinkers. With yeah, I'm still not paying for that shit. <laughs> uh, they also need to take over your account to level you in PvP to get those rewards. That's another surface surface service they are offering. So if you want to get that PvP mount, they'll do that for you as well. And I think that kind of sets up some matchmaking skills as well, which some shady shit as well. <laughs> wait, wait, Matt, what about the matchmaking? I missed. I'm sorry. I was like reading. setting up matches in PvP so you know mm-hmm. you'll always win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Chili talking about flying people out to England, and I'm like, I want that. Just fly <laughs> me out to England. I want that. Fish and chips. Except you can't clear anything for him. I can. He's already beat 08S. I will make him cupcakes. You haven't even beat 07S. Cupcakes chili. You got to 1%. Cupcakes chili. I make good cupcakes. You want some $700 cupcakes? <laughs> <laughs> so let's get the obvious out of the way. If you buy the service they're providing, or if you're one of the people that provide the service, you should be banned. This is against the TOS. Yeah, this is so it's fucked up. It's a real money transfer. You can't sell your shit like that. But apparently they never post their prices into like uh, the party finder because they advertise in the party finder, but oh. they don't say real money transfer or anything like that. You basically get sent to a discord where you get Negotiate. all the pricing. So is it like legal to pay someone to clear content if you pay them in Gil? I believe Gil is allowed. That makes sense. I'm actually okay. I am okay with someone like it's still shitty, but less shitty. I don't know. Than, yeah. Than $1,400? Um, apparently, they never post the prices in-game because that's what you can get banned for. Right. And people have sent them screenshots of the pricing information. And apparently, Square I haven't seen Square Enix's response. This is just what I've seen from Reddit and Twitter. Right. That they aren't banning people because they say screenshots can be edited Oh, that's that's actually understandable. And they don't want to take a third party information Square and Enix ban from that. Doesn't take anything into but account that wasn't done in game. We did talk about this a while ago where there was a person who was at least had a temporary ban for using one of the new mods, uh nude mm-hmm. mods and posting it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't they didn't notice it in game, but once they posted it to a Twitter, I think they got a temporary ban and told not to use that well, mod. Because in game only the player can see it, so there's no way they would notice it in game. But, like, you're using a third party to ban this. Well, but the screenshot is of their game. I get that. But it can still be edited. I mean, what if someone else took a screenshot like that and said it's this person? I don't know, but... I don't know. Well, It's a little bit of doublespeak on SE's part, saying they can't ban based off of third-party information. Except that one third-party program alters the way their game looks. Another third-party program is just people communicating about their game. I understand. I actually, their game isn't actually related other than what the people are talking about in one and in the other. It's actually directly changing their game. 
I get it. I would be more upset about that than I would people talking shit outside of it. A lot of people are suspecting that they don't want to do anything about this because the people doing these runs for money are the people that are doing the first world clears. first clears. So That is actually not horrible. Yeah, and actually Chili just said, one modified copyrighted files. You're I, supposed to, at every screenshot you share, you're supposed to say, you know, copyrighted Final Fantasy fourteen, blah, 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 blah. Okay, but it's against the t- terms of service. Selling runs for real. It's a real money transfer. People get banned if they say, visit our site to buy Gil. You can get banned for that. Yes. So and a bunch of people just did, actually. They're doing this, and they know they're doing this. That's tr- Yeah, I mean, I get it. I guess, yeah. It's, I don't know. I, I disagree with what they're doing, but I understand Square Enix being like, because that's one of those things you could really fuck somebody over by just like bleep tweaking a little screenshotty bit with that number there and or just putting in a different little like tag identifier. It's because it, it could be someone, you know, who's trying to fuck somebody over and make like make a vegan Pete login on Discord. Vegan Pete, you know, you bitch. 1984. Hey, man, I'll sell you a clear now if you, you cook me tofu. Let everyone know when I was born. <laughs> So, yeah, it's bad. I think all of you should be banned if you do this, providing or buying whichever one. What? But I'm not really mad at it. Like, I'm not angry about it. Um, I'm more curious about it. Like, Ooh. I am curious who's paying this much for these clears. I don't know. I, I, like, I don't know. We need to know, like, someone actually paid $1,400 or someone was just trying to charge $1,400. I feel like... Maybe that was the starting point. Maybe it went down a little bit. Who knows? Even, I mean, but that's why I... Because, dude, you got ripped off. I, I want to put the call out. I would love if someone who bought the service to either write in or call into our Discord. Uh, you can stay completely anonymous. Make a burner email or a new Discord alias to call in on. I really just want to hear what you perceive you're getting out of it. Like, what makes you feel okay it's worth the money. spending this much money no, you sound, for you, what you get out of you it? Sound, you sound kind of like a dick saying it. What? No, I'm why curious. You, like, it why? doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I want to know why. Why? Because it and, doesn't make any sense to me. And I promise that Pete will not be a dick and he will not respond like an asshole. He just wants information. That's true. Uh, I, I, is it just a completionist thing? Like, you just want to have everything and... Hell, you you've done good in life. You have the money to spend, so why not? I can kindly get kind of get that. Uh, I'm curious of once you get the gear, are you proudly wearing it? Where you like pretend that you actually got the clear yourself, and you're just like almost role playing a raider. Uh, that would be interesting to me if that's why you're doing it. Uh, do you do it just to flaunt how much money you have? I guess I can kind of get behind that. Uh, I'm legitimate, just curious. And if you reach out, like Avi said, I promise I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to be a dick. I just want to know why and what. Uh, what's uh, what is your soul getting out of it? <laughs> your soul. What makes it worthwhile? So deep. He's just honestly curious, and he's too lazy, and it's difficult to do the. Like, research. how am I supposed to find anyone? I. I you have to. They're find probably the not actively advertising that I bought this service, so. If you happen to be listening or if anyone knows someone that bought this, tell them that I just want to know. Shoot us an email under a fake email and uh, yeah, let us know how much you paid and why it was worth it to you. Wow. What what gave it that value to you? I totally Super just like, curious to in me. my head just kind of got turned where you were talking to somebody like, why, why did you hire that hooker? What did it for you? <laughs> like, uh, the tits, honestly. Oh, not the thighs? 
ass? A little bit of the taint. Um, I'm a taint man. No. Okay, moving on, moving on, moving on. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, I kind of brought that up because I wanted to talk about rating a little bit this week because for the past couple months, uh, it's probably taken up about 90% of my time in game is doing the rating. And I have to say, I'm having some of the most fun I've ever had in the game. Without at, me? At least recently. Without me? Uh, there's is it because been... I'm not there? Is that why it's the most fun? <laughs> is because I'm like away? I've got that noise in my ear. You mute me anyways. I'm still here through these. No, you can't. Huh? Huh? It's all over here. Huh? <laughs> Need to talk louder. <laughs> oh, you heard it. Um. So yeah, but there has been... Overall, it's way good. Like I said, I'm having some of the most fun I've ever had in game. Uh, but there are some downsides that I've been experiencing as well. So I want to talk about everything just in case some of you are interested in raiding and don't really know what it entails yet. Um, so first off, I want to mention the people. I've pugged raids before with mixed success, uh, but this time I actually have a static and I am loving it. You're a grown up raider uh, now. Aww, he's a big boy. <laughs> Just going to make fun of me the whole time as I talk about this? Yes. Sounds about right. Yeah, how's that different? It's so nice getting to know the people you're playing with each week, and it makes progression so much quicker. Uh, Sometimes when you get a pug group and everyone does know their shit, and it goes swimmingly, and that's great. But I found those groups to be kind of few and far between, and you'll have some weeks where you're doing 0-6-S with three different groups because someone messes up everything. And I don't want to actually really want to commend people that do pugging and go in with the attitude of teaching people. I think you're a very valuable part of this community and I applaud you because I've tried doing that and I don't have the patience for it. He doesn't have patience for much. And so (laughs) good on you for doing that. Those of you that teach, uh, I try to do a little bit. There's, but, you know, honestly, it's one of those things I think you, most anyone, unless you're like really just adept at it, you can only do it for so long. Like you can pug a group or two and then go, okay, I need to do something else or something. See that patience meter just dropping a little bit. Yeah. And then I think the worst part about pugs is spending half an hour in the party finder waiting for one person to join. They finally join. You go in. You wipe on 07S two times and someone leaves. You just wasted half an hour for two bad runs and the person just left. Because you can have a bad run. Like, everyone should be allowed a bad run. Like, right. if someone's doing five runs in a row where they're fucking up the same mechanic every time, you're, then, yeah, maybe you have to be like, man, maybe you need to join a learning party just to get this mechanic down. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a clear party that we that we set up. Yes. Like, that kind of thing I get. But when you just leave after two wipes and maybe one person fucked up one thing and another person fucked up the other thing, maybe they're going to do great next. There's been plenty of times when someone's left, we picked up someone else and we cleared on the first run. That even happens, I mean, still with a 24-man raid. I mean, people like, if you wipe on any fight, like, it's like, come on, guys. Sometimes you just have people that don't mesh well together. Like, it's all right. Like, if you, but if you keep wiping, then I get it. I don't know. You like got to give it, give it a chance. And I know I may talk a lot of shit even with, cause I, that's all I get to do really. The 24 man raids with my schedule right now. You're like all I get to do is talk shit. It's all I, I do in game. I talk so much <laughs> shit when I'm raiding. Whenever I play, I talk shit. But I love, I'm I talk a lot of shit, but I also help people. I like to, I'm that person who I, if you see me, are you counting yourself as people? Just helping <laughs> yourself. Helping myself. No. 
but I, but my stacks. That's you. <laughs> you can tell a monk. You know it's a monk when they say, but my stacks. Sorry, I'm changing the subject. No, I, I don't do that too much, but I... I think uh, uh, after our podcast last week, we did an expert with Oaken, and we were racing for DPS, and he was doing that. I was moving out of the shit, and he was staying in the DPS. I was well, like, you in, son of a bitch. In his defense, I had just run that exact same dungeon and healed him, and I knew I already knew what he was going to stand in. So he knew I could keep him alive through it because I had just done it. And so he was like, fuck this. I already know this healer. I know what she's going to do. I know how she's going to keep me going. Like. That's and then he used that to his van- his advantage against you because you rarely ever run expert roulette with me. Yes, and that's the next thing I want to talk about is the time requirement of raiding. Uh, last night I actually decided to run an expert roulette with a person who just returned to the FC, mm-hmm. and for the past couple months I've been playing monk ninety nine percent of the time because that's what I'm raiding on. Right, and but I went into this expert roulette as tank and. I was like, holy shit, I don't remember my buttons. I'm pressing all the wrong buttons. And it was a pretty, uh, at least embarrassing for me run. No one seemed really upset about it. but No I, one else is parsing. I didn't have, well, I, I tried oh, to pull team. too big on one time. I was like, why does everyone kill this Morble instead of running it with the other shit that's behind it? It's because that Morble has bad breath and it's hard to kill it when... If you get hit by it? Yeah. Dummy. You just dodge. There was a lot of shit to dodge when you bring it in with everything else. You dodge that. I've, I've well, killed it with three the Three out of the four of us got hit by bad breath, okay? You guys are dummies. Because I, I actually, it bugs me every time. Like, you don't have to fucking kill it before the whole group just goddamn dodges bad breath. Get hit by anything else. I can heal you through that just fucking dodges bad breath. And then people don't. And they just like, they play safe. And then they don't. And this is just me as a healer. Like, just fucking pull the whole thing. I can heal you through anything else. Just don't get hit by bad breath. And well, we are fine. That's kind of what I'm talking about. I haven't done expert right. roulette right. in general at all. I Like, probably last week, I didn't run it once. You're like, he's a raid snob now. He's a little No, stung. it's not a snob. It's that I don't have or, time to do or it. Or you know what morbles do and you stun those fuckers. Look. Uh-huh. I'm talking uh-huh. about... My time has been sucked up by raid. Doesn't I haven't had time to play You don't know Paladin. what Morbles do. Morbles always have that fucking bad breath move. It always throws like five to six different debuffs on you. You know what that fucker does. You should have your him targeted the whole time regardless of like what you're doing. Watch that motherfucker. Focus target your Morble every time. Pull the whole group and be like, look, bitches, dodge you this fucking... You are such a shit talker. I know. I and love it. it's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> Why? Because you don't do shit. I don't do shit. Because I, I am getting my degree in <laughs> IT management. Thank you very much. Sound like you're getting a degree on banging your straw against your cup. It's for the ambiance. So that that's how it's kind of infected. Infected? <laughs> affected <laughs> me playing huh? my secondary jobs is I'm not as good as Paladin as I was no. two months ago. Honestly, babe, I, I've noticed. You haven't even played with me on Paladin. <laughs> yeah, no, I can, t- because like when you do, I'm like, oh, he's like out of practice. You probably legitimately haven't played with me as a Paladin in two months. I think I made you go Paladin for one roulette and you were like bitchy about it. I'm bitchy a lot. Yeah, I know. I love um, you But to expand on this time requirement... We had initially planned on being a pretty casual raiding group, uh, just raiding on Thursday nights. And then we had started advancing, beating five and six fairly quickly, and then getting to seven, and that uh, starts to take a little more time. 
And so then you're like, well, we want more time to spend on beating seven. So we're going to try to get five and six done on Wednesday. And then so we have just Thursday committed to learning the new fight we're on seven. And then, and then nothing is getting done around the house ever. Bullshit. No, I've probably been doing more around the house. I, since meant, I meant like the actual like repairs, not like the cleaning. Um, And then once we started beating seven consistently, we're like, well, now we want two nights to learn eight. So we started getting five through seven done on Tuesday and then rating eight on Wednesday and Thursday. So what went from maybe three hours a week rating turned into nine. No, because we don't rate a whole three on Tuesday. It's usually an hour and a half. So, but how long do you seven play? Seven and a half. <laughs> I do everything I need to do after we beat five through seven. So, it can add a lot of time to what you're used to playing. And it, if you don't have more time to commit to it, you have to cut back on stuff you've normally been doing in game. I haven't been able to play alts as much. I haven't been able to craft as much. Do you assume that when new content comes out, you guys are going to end up cutting back on how much you raid? Because uh, people are going to want to spend time doing that other content? I know people expressed wanting to do Heaven on High. And next week is actually perfect because it's going to be more of a pug week because of the holiday. People are away. I don't have school. I get to play. <laughs> so, um, but I think hopefully we beat all of this by the time the next raid content gets added. So we should just be able to move on to that because realistically you play the main scenario quest with a new patch that takes from one day to a couple of weeks for the average person to get through. And then you were going to get uh, some Hildebrand quests. Those don't take long. Like, there's not a lot of time-consuming content added. Or there hasn't been since Heaven on High. That can take a little bit of time. And if that's your main source of leveling your alts, that can take a lot of time. But I don't think we're going to cut back on rating to level alts. I feel like rating conversation might be up there with crafting conversation. For you. Uh, I think there's a lot of people interested in raiding and they might not, they might be a little bit intimidated and maybe I'm adding to your intimidation yeah, you really by talking about how much time it's taken up. But that, that was a choice from us. You can make a can raiding group small. and say, Hey, we only want to do five and six savage and that's enough for us. We have fun doing this. Uh, we tried doing seven and eight and it was taking a little bit long. We didn't want to put in the time to learning it. So I, I came in and I'd, um, they needed a healer and I actually had the day off and I came in and I did, was it four Maybe and five? Five and six. Or five and six. And then you got to like 1% on seven. And I, yeah, I got really close on seven. It was, and it was their first attempt at seven or something or like six. I think we had done it. We had beat it the week before. I'm seven sure. you had beaten? I thought it was one you guys hadn't beat when I there was one you hadn't beat yet when I was doing it with you and you guys were like uh, maybe it was seven then. it was you hadn't beat seven yet so it made me feel good that I was like this pickup person and they got so close to beating seven they wanted me to come the next day but I wasn't able to because I I had hope school and stuff to do and that was kind of fun to find raid groups because if you are interested in raiding but may not have the time if there is like a set raid group that has a slot open and you are a relatively quick learner. I'm not trying to like toot my horn, but you don't want to be, you don't want to feel like you're holding the group back because even if you are a relatively quick learner, you're going to feel like you're holding the group back because you know they work well together. And like me being me, and I guess it's a definite healer trait that in that kind of situation, you blame yourself for anything that goes wrong because yeah. you're the one keeping people alive. I think it's even DPS, like me as DPS. 
I have that same thing. Like, I know when I fucked up a mechanic and I go, oh, fuck, I fucked that up. Sorry, guys. And then you have, because a lot of times when you get to the higher level stuff, you fuck up and you wipe. Yeah. And you can't always save it by a healer resin. You know, like, right. there's some mechanics where you need the whole group up. And if you fuck up, well, sorry, guys. But that's one of the benefits of having a static. You go, sorry, guys, I fucked that up. And everyone goes, ah, it's fine. You know, we well, all make mistakes. I was just trying to, to bring in a, an, another perspective where someone who doesn't have that raid group. But if you know someone who does and you're interested in checking it out, maybe find a night when they do have a slot open. If that's and just tell them, hey, if you have a slot open for a healer ever or a dragoon ever or whatever it is your class, let me know. Maybe I can try it out with you guys. I would love to give it a shot and see if I want to maybe pursue my own raid group. That's that's a much, I think, better way to look into raiding than doing pugs, because as he mentioned before, pugs the whole dynamic in a pug is totally different. And all it takes is like one bad person's energy to kind of like make the whole thing very negative the pugs can be a really like okay not an official pug but a lot of times there will be a group up on party finder that's a a static and maybe they're missing one or two people for that week and you can join them and they usually invite you to a discord because they have a discord where they're all doing if it's a good one they will you should be invited to a discord if you like the group, just hey, say, hey, guys, I don't have a static. If you ever need someone to fill in, Add just, me to your list. just ping me. And if I can do it, I'd be more than happy to join you guys. And you make friends that way. You build a community that way. So if you're into rating, you might not have to find a static. And you just fill in when you can. You like you join a couple groups like that. And a lot of times they need someone that week because it's hard to commit. Like, Or if you do it with them and then you find out... I don't like this. And you're not you're not committed to anything. That's okay too. No, it's not that. Yeah, you just you're just testing out the waters and finding a group of people that you know work well together. It's a good way to kind of just like see if you want to kind of explore that side of the game. And honestly, I do want to point out that if you don't, that's okay. Totally. You don't have to be a raider. You don't have to be crazy like Pete and giving up three of your evenings a week. And you know. To be fair, if I'm not playing, I'm watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think you brought up like your reason for rating is important. If you're doing it for gear, if you're doing it just for the accomplishment, if you're doing it to hang out with friends or make friends, like all of that goes into what type of raider you want to be. If you just want to do it once a night, casually with friends, getting a couple eye level 370 pieces that are best in slot from five or six, that's great. And you encourage people to at least try it out by doing that. Um, and another thing I want to talk about is the cost of rating. Like it does cost a little bit buying the best food, mm. buying the best uh, potions or infusions. Like when I have had time to craft, I've been crafting my own foods and infusions because I'm using so many in raid that like that's where my crafting time is. The time I do have to craft is going towards raiding. Mm. That's funny. Uh, that was something I wasn't expecting. And... Ultimately, my last question was... Told you it was going to full circle crafting. Should you try raiding? Uh, I say absolutely yes. At least give it one shot, even if you're just pugging for a couple weeks to see if it's something you're interested in. I found it so rewarding to do it just by making friends, having a good time for those few hours a night. Um, I like it immensely more than running experts over and over or Eureka over and over. And... Obviously, there's nothing wrong. If you don't like rating, you don't like rating. But I would say if you haven't tried it, give it a shot. See if you like it. There's no harm in trying. And of course, you can always, if you do have the group of people interested in doing it, try starting your own group together and do it that way. And usually the first two floors of each raid group 
probably not harder than an extreme primal. Mm. So they're about on that level. Cool. So if you've been Which, doing and and if that's tough for you, that's okay too. But if you've been doing extreme primals and you're afraid to get into savage for the first two floors, it's about the same difficulty level. That, that's how Pete talked me into doing it, and the fact that. We like I said, we had there. You guys have a good group, and then I went into the the third floor, and we almost beat it on everyone's. Like it was your guys' second attempt, and you hadn't beat it. I think it was my first time in there. Was it's a, it's a nice little ego boost if you do have that happen. Yeah, so you could have a lot of fun. What's the harm in giving it a try? If you don't like it, you say fuck this shit. I'm going back to doing what I whatever I was doing. Yep. So I don't like it. Bye. So now it's time for. The Community Roundup, partner. This week, uh, we are going to talk about The Crucible. If you are not familiar with The Crucible, they are known as Eorzea's friendly tabloid. Um, they describe themselves as the most slap-dash-cock-and-bull, unreliable, sensationalist, yellow journalist, absurdist rag you'll ever find. The one thing you can always count on here is that none of our articles are even close to carrying journalistic integrity. This tabloid is here for you to laugh. Which is great. I think, especially with the the topics we were talking about earlier with the community, we all really need something to laugh. So check out the Crucible, ffxiv.tumblr.com, or you can follow them on Twitter at, at CrucibleFFXIV. Um, they're a really, really fun group. They're very slapstick. And and if you know you reach out to them questions or you want to be content creator, like they're just they're just fun. They're really fun. They answer questions. They've got like classified ads. It's all just goofy and silly. They are the inquirer of Eorzea. Yes. And a bunch of fun people there. Yes. Very much so. Very playful. And I don't think we'll have a bad experience with them. Don't go there. Don't go there. You don't ever know. I'm not going to say it, but don't. you don't ever know. So don't go there. Putting good vibes out there. Yes. That's why I'm saying don't go there. Just happy. All right. So let's get to some listener reaction this week. Uh... Most of it was in regards to us speaking out about uh, the Anonymous Janes last week. And Paro says, thank you for speaking about it uh, and the movement. At Soul Finesse says, the abuse story is upsetting, but I'm so proud of you guys for covering us. And I really appreciate Avi's point of view. As a married man with a daughter, it makes me fear for both them and I want to be better for them and anyone else. That shit can't fly. Well said. And Anonymous Jane 16 says, thank you for your support and for helping to spread awareness about this issue. Everything you said resonated and helped illuminate the problems victims faced and how that keeps us silent. Hashtag no more victims FFXIV. And at Southpaw underscore sketch says, I can't tell you how much your support of the Janes means to me. Hearing you interview Luna and Old Bear after they stole the mag from me broke my heart. Feels like it comes full circle now. Mars Blood said, at Aviel, at She Heals, I Tank. Hey, a great podcast. Uh, keep it up. Had me laughing at work. Everyone looked at me weird. Loved it. By the way, if... Uh, I don't get this part. By the me. way, what if... <laughs> now listen. If there was an at Aviel extreme or a Pete extreme, how would it play out? So what kind of character Ooh, would a Pete... A bunch of slap fighting, probably. <laughs> Aviel would talk so much I shit I would to you eventually guys. get hit in the nuts and probably bowl over in pain. I feel like you'd start flinging broccoli at them. 
Like there had to be. Oh, a vegan... I thought we were battling each other. No, like I'm. I, I thought your Avi X was battling my Pete X. No, I I pit. Well, maybe that's what he meant. But what I picture this is: if there was a Pete, a vegan Pete Extreme Primal. What would, what oh, yeah, would I'm just chucking veggies at you guys. Yeah, chucking veggies. And I would be, like, talking shit the whole time. You're going to have AoEs with just veggies dropping down on Tofu you. Tofu smashing your face. And I and I would be shit talking, and there would be, like, a little Pete on a leash. I wish I could do, like, just shitty game design so I could at least make the fight. <laughs> like the old 8-bit Titan? Yeah. Oh, that's not shitty game design. That's just dated game design. No, I wish I had the ability to do that. Would the Pete Extreme Limit Break move be uh, Blood in His Dick? Mm. That's what the bar would be. Would be a dick. <laughs> a dick. Oh yeah, when he hits extreme, when you hit extreme, is like you have full erection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I need to blow my load. <laughs> I can't believe we, I can't. Oh, so okay. So then, what is mine? I don't know. What is yours? I need help with it. Like I said, I. That's why I was asking you. Are you asking what your limit break is? No, or are you asking what your my extreme primal other than shit talking? Oh, just annoying noises coming out of your mouth. <laughs> so mean. I would fling cats at you. You're an old cat lady? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? I get, well, I get bit by my cat like the cats who I'm usually taking care of during the podcast. So I guess I'd fling cats at you and talk shit. Yeah. You talk a lot of shit. <laughs> talk a lot of shit. That's the tank buster. Like your butt looks big in those pants. <laughs> like, why don't you learn how to freaking stay out of the AOE? And then, yeah. And I would throw, I would throw cupcakes and I would throw cats. Okay, then. <laughs> uh susan sprinkle said another great episode of she heals i take heart and thank you for that sub again at super nerd dalton says well i decided since i've started taylor on your green leaf specials and getting her into the show i transferred my main to adamantoise and i'm gonna have her start on there as well room in the fc for two more hashtag best ffxiv podcast ever and thank you so much for that. And thank you for and joining welcome your FC. To the FC. Yeah, it's so much fun. I've I've had fun uh, meeting Taylor. She's really sweet. Um, I hope you guys are having fun and she's enjoying healing. So yeah, fashion report extreme mixed with the dungeon boss. Yes, Chili. It's all like <laughs> your glamour sucks. Your glamour sucks. Your glamour sucks. Immediate one one HP point. So you're just a mean girl. Yeah, yeah. But then at the end, it's like. The gear that you get me from me wouldn't necessarily have like the best stats, but it would be the best looking glamour gear in game. Like, so you're just down. a glamour boss. Yes, which would mean I'd be the most popular one ever. Like, it's like the gear is not it's not gender specific, and it's like perfectly dyeable, and like it's just everything most versatile stuff you've ever wanted. That- Looks good on a Rogan and a Lala and a Lala. Yes, that's that is like. That is my 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 extreme. Like the whole reason you would go there is like you'd be belittled and have cats and cakes thrown at your face, but then afterwards you would look fabulous. Sounds like a pipe dream. I don't think Square Enix is capable of making that fight. I know, obviously. Like, how are you gonna have tofu squish on people's faces? Like, I don't see that happening either. I meant more of the rewards. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. Anything else you want to add, Pete? No, I think that's it. Uh, have not been any iTunes reviews since I've been uh, since I had uh, stopped advertising. Stop it begging for them to get us to fifty. But hey, we're at fifty-four. If you want, if anyone wants to start getting us, if anyone wants to leave one to fifty-five, that puts me over the edge, and I have to start asking for them again. Does it put blood in your dick, Pete? It it gets. You like, have to think about it. It gets like halfway. You get half. I, I call it. It gives me a little leather. It's a little leathery. Oh my god. Um. 
Uh-huh. And then once we then once we get and then a little bit every every step we get to 60, every one more, a no, no, little bit stop, more, a little bit more. Stop, stop. No. No. No one wants that but you. <laughs> that's not that's not an encouraging description of give us more reviews so Pete can have a full erection. No, no. That's not a, that's not a, that's what you were doing and that's not okay. Is that against iTunes terms of service? <laughs> I don't know. It's against mine. <laughs> so no. All right. Well, that's all I had to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, it's even chilly. Oh, God, the image, right? Okay. So that is uh, very much so going to be it for this episode. As always, we have enjoyed hanging out with all of you live here on Twitch. So thank you so much for spending your time with us. And for all of the new people who joined us for the first time, we really appreciate you. Uh, Be sure to hit that follow button so you know the next time we will be going live. And a big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or that new app that I don't know about yet. It's cool. You guys really are the reason we keep making episodes. But remember, wherever you do listen, it would mean a shit ton to us if you gave our little shit podcast a rating or a review. It will not put any blood in Pete's dick because that is not a motivating factor for our listeners. Yeah, it will. Or maybe you just, you know, told a friend to check us out. Here with Vegan Pete. That puts a lot of blood in my dick. When you tell me you told a friend, holy shit. Oh my God. Okay, here with Vegan Pete. I ripped my pantaloons. Here with Vegan Pete. Okay. I'm Avi Ale, and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.